There is always great debate on how much WPIL players mean to the Pitt football program. Next year, we will find out. We discuss that and more on this week's Hail to Pitt podcast. about finishing it in these final 30 minutes. Well, you know, it happened in, it happened in West Virginia. We're knocked off number two. It happened in South Carolina, and it's happened in Pittsburgh today. Our guys had a lot of guts tonight. We're just going to keep getting better. I mean, it's just, that's what it is. One home game that you will never, ever forget. We shocked the world! Hail to Pitt. Hail to Pitt. This is the week of December 17th, 2022. And this is the Hell to Pit podcast. I'm Alan. And I'm Vince. How much portaling is too much portaling? Can a program go blind from too much portaling? Is Pitt a portal reliant team? We're going to portal it up today. We're prepping for a bowl game, but there's portaling going on, Vince. I need to know if it's too much portaling. Whippy old portaling to be specific. I don't, I don't, uh, it's hard to say if it's too much or too little, but I don't think it's too much different than anywhere else around the country. Uh, it's just so much moving and shaking. Uh, I, I don't like it, but that's a discussion for another time. Uh, but uh, yes, I think it is worthy of a debate. You know, is, is Pitt reliant too much on this? Maybe it's a necessity. I don't know. Well, we're going to get into all of it today, give you the latest on Pitt football preparing for the Sun Bowl against UCLA. Of course, movements in college football. And, of course, we had some big games in other sports at Pitt the past week. Volleyball, soccer, got to get into it all. Cruton, it's time to hell to Pitt, baby. But first, let me carny bark at you. At H2P Show, if you want to reach us on Twitter, DMs are open. Get at us there or email Hail to Pit Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to send a long form message, send me your resume just so I could read it and then I'll do nothing with it because I can't help you. But hey, you could send anything you want except spam and viruses. Hail to Pit Podcast at gmail.com. We appreciate all the interactions we get on social media, the email, and of course, when we're lurking on Reddit and Panther Lair and all the other places on the Pitternet where people are hailing to Pit. Love it all especially this time of year, zany conspiracy theories, fun Christmas time poems. It's, it's a really great time of year to be a Pitt fan. Even when Pitt's in, I'll maintain it, a lowly bowl like the Sun Bowl, even though Vince loves it. It's a classic, apparently. <laughs> We're getting ready for it, though. Either way. Oh, yeah. And getting ready for it with us is our great sponsors and the producers of this show at Pretty Easy Podcasts. You can get in contact with them if you want a podcast or you know someone who wants the podcast or maybe you're working somewhere where your company, your boss is thinking about podcasting. That happens a lot. You can go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get the ball rolling because I think everybody and their mother and their boss should have a podcast in the next couple of years, Vince. Podcasting is the way to do it. It's a way to reach people directly and you can Get all the help you'd ever need production-wise at an affordable rate by going to prettyeasypodcast.com. And they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. So we've got Cruton today. We've got quick notes on volleyball, soccer, 
the internet, Vince. But first and foremost, John Morgan leaving Pitt. Kind of a shocker, a big bummer. Were you surprised? Because I was shocked when I learned about this, and I learned about it from you. Yeah, and, I, and it was. I'm not going to shoot the messenger, but I'm mad that you told me this. Yeah, I, I believe me. I didn't want to tell you. Uh, I, I was just absolutely shocked, floored by this news. Um, it, this is a guy, Alan. You know, I, I'm just on. You know, we're not in the locker room. Yeah, but if if you had to pick out a guy that you thought was like the heart and soul of this team, you know, the the main you know, vocal leader on this team. Yeah, I would have picked John Morgan. I I really would have. You know, this is a guy that just seemed all in on on the program. And, you know, yeah, he was the one talking about how, you know, this team could could win a national championship last uh, last year. This team can can do all all these, you know, great things and build upon what was done the previous season. He was that guy. And to see him leave like this, I was just absolutely uh positively just blindsided uh now there was a an interview that was done with him i believe it was pittsburgh sports now interviewed him and talking about the uh this situation and uh he said that it would have been wrong of him not to leave in that you know he felt that you know, other guys on this team deserved a shot and that he did not want to hold anybody back. Yeah. You know, he had been here, you know, this would have been, you know, his sixth season with the program. He got that extra COVID year, you know, he would have been there, you know, uh, another year and it would have just, he felt it would just been unfair for, for guys who have waited their turn to wait a whole nother year. Now to me, it, this is what he said, uh, and my you know, mind's I, blown. I look at this is that, you know, this isn't a, a quarterback situation. You know, there is a rotation here. You know, I mean, I, you know, Coach Narduzzi would probably want to play at least four defensive ends if he could, probably even more. You know, if, if he felt he had enough quality players, and you know if you looked at you know at this partic- this year yeah yes he was in the top 4 he would have certainly been a top 2 you know he would have been a starter we i would presume that this year and certainly not playing every snap but uh you know sharing it with guys and maybe even getting the lion's share of the carries uh, or or share of the snaps um but yeah yeah in this is football i mean and you're talking about you know look at this past year you know, Deslin Alexander was out for several games. You know, uh, Habakkuk Baldonado out for several games. You know, Dayon Hayes, you know, w- with his issues that he had out out for several games. Uh, you're not really, uh, to me, you're not really holding anybody back, you know, by, you know, by being in this situation. Now, I, so I don't, I don't know, Alan, what do you make of that? I mean, do, do you, do you believe what he's saying here? Uh, it, it, to me, it just does not add up. Well, yeah. I mean, and when you initially hear that and you, you broke it down, you obviously logically say that doesn't make any sense. What could be quiet? What are you leaving? And because another guy needs to step up, you play a position that rotates, you know, the, the best thing you could do for a team is be there and help them. Yeah. You know, all, all logical thoughts. 
But then when you said that, and the way I know John Morgan as a genuine guy and a definite pit man, someone I, I've respected in terms yeah. of his career at Pitt, maybe, maybe it's it is logical what he says. Maybe he is telling the truth. Maybe if you think about it, he wants Pitt to be so so good up front. He wants Pitt to develop great players, send them to the pros, maintain their reputation, and and people flourish in the program. More people come to the program. Maybe he loves Pitt so much, he did the one thing that everybody didn't want him to do. He he left. Maybe maybe he's going to go take some other player's spot at like Tennessee or something, and who cares about that program? He's yeah, just going to take someone's spot there and well, give his what, up at Pitt. This is, I mean, this is, I mean, that's exactly what's going to happen. I would think, you know, we'll see where he goes. I mean, you know, if he goes to, you know, an Alabama or something and he's just riding on the bench, then, you know, that that's different than going to, you know, you know a program of Pitt's caliber and taking somebody else's spot. I, I, I don't know. I, I heard I saw some rumors out there that maybe he was you know asked to leave uh, so other guys uh, could could really get their spot. I don't believe that at all. Uh, you know, John Morgan. <laughs> Listen, I, I John. Don't. John, come into my office. What's up, Coach Narduzzi? Uh, yeah, I got to tell you, you're so damn good. You're, you're our leader, but I need you to get the hell out of here because Dayon Hayes needs more playing time. Yeah, this I, I don't. You know, I I hear what he said. Uh, we're not in that locker room. We don't know what's going on. That's never been more apparent than the, than these quotes uh, we're we're reading from him. Uh, so I I don't know. To me, it's a big loss. Uh, you know, just you know, from a leadership standpoint, uh, this guy was you know willing to lay it all out on the line for Pitt. Um, and yeah, a a a big a, a big asset to that defensive line you, you got to think you know there's a high likelihood i would say you know that habakkuk baldonado and kalijah Cansey not going to be here next year you know uh you know deslin alexandra is going to be gone um now pitt has shown the ability to to replenish that defensive line and I, and I think that and i think that they will but you don't want to ever lose a, a guy uh, of this caliber that, that means a lot to your program uh, and help help mentor some of those younger players. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's a big loss to me. I, I guess we'll see uh, what the roster looks like, you know, come, you know, come next fall, uh, next summer to see, see well, I guess we'll know how big of a loss it's going to be. But right now, to me, it, it doesn't look good. Um, and I, I really don't quite understand the logic of this at all. Yeah, it's a it's a big bummer. You know, if it was any other year where you're losing just John Morgan, okay, no big deal. If Pitt's gonna you know reload at any position, it's that the defensive line. But it's in a year not only are is Pitt losing him, John Morgan. They're now lo- they're also losing, like you said, Deslin Alexander, Habakkuk Baldonado, and we're going to see a totally fresh faced defensive line not to mention the interior and Kalijah Cansey Danielson you said maybe coming back maybe one of those COVID years so that could be a big help but other than that like there will be very minimal 
veteran leadership in terms of age and uh, there's going to be guys with a little bit of experience, but nothing like what Pitt has had in that regard. Talent wise, I think they'll still be there, but the development and how quickly that happens, it might be a, a different kind of year up front next year now without a John Morgan leading the way. Yeah, you got to look at a guy like a Nakai Johnson uh, from West Mifflin. You know, this is your time to shine now, kid. You've been here uh, a couple years, and now you know you're going to be really thrust into that that starting rotation. And we'll see what you got. I I, I hope uh, that the that uh, these young guys are ready. Um, we it, you talked about the interior defensive line a lot. Who knows what's going to happen there? You got Green, Bentley, Danielson. Uh, DeAndre Jules, are these guys all going to be coming back? I guess we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Uh, but that, you know, there's, uh, I thought, you know, really Morgan was going to be a guy that we were going to count on. Uh, you know, that was a rock that we were going to have there, but now, uh, th- this whole defensive line could be in a state of flux, uh, uh coming next year. So we'll, uh, definitely going to be something to monitor that I did not think we were going to have to monitor. Yeah, I'm going to go out and say it. Much worse, just way worse than the loss of Jordan Addison last year. Now, people are you know going to talk about portal losses. <laughs> That's craziness. <laughs> this is worse. This is much worse. <laughs> oh, my God. Jordan Addison wouldn't have made a lick of difference this year in oh, terms I... of Pitt's record. Maybe one game, I'll give you, maybe. And they're playing in uh, – what bowl would they be in instead of the Sun Bowl? I don't oh, know. Like I don't a grade know. up a Ford yeah. Field Bowl, maybe. Maybe they'd be in Yankee Stadium, something like that. This loss, though, <laughs> might be a totally different kind of defense next year um, because so many young bucks up front where Pitt is always so good, at least the last handful of years. So, Elliot Donald, where are you when we need you next year? That's yeah. what we'll be asking, I think, most of all. Young guys like that, maybe not him, uh, maybe maybe it's someone else. But damn, losing John Morgan is no fun. But I'm gonna go ahead and drink the Kool Aid. He did it for the betterment of Pitt. Maybe he knows something. I I, need, I don't need to be getting in the way. Got better players coming up than me. <laughs> maybe he is saying that. I I maybe the coach has said, hey, you know, you're just gonna be a reserve next year. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. So I'm we not don't. gonna panic just yet. But yeah, I whatever helps you sleep at night <laughs> to myself. I feel like this is some wrestling angle that's played out before. Uh, so we should already know what's going to happen, but we'll, we'll have to go back and look. I did what had to be done. <laughs> Hail to Pitt. Nobody has been more of a pit man than John Morgan, if that's the case. Pitt comes out, has like 89 sacks as a unit next year. Some. One of the defensive ends just is the number one pick overall after the greatest year ever. <laughs> and all because John Morgan left. How it's about that? It's because he got out of the way. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Well, John Morgan's gone, but Pitt has some crutes coming in, portal action, and a heavy debate now on what, what it, where's Pitt stand in this, in this new, po- new portal world? of ours because you got Narducci missing out on a lot of Whippeal players when they come out of high school, but it looks like he's just reeling them back in afterwards after they see it's not, the grass isn't green or someplace else. Maybe they can't, they can't measure up to some of the, the, the talent in the uh, other States they're going to. 
and they come back to Pitt. Uh, we got a couple of big time players we're going to talk about in that in that way today, Vince. Yeah, yeah, we got uh, Derek Davis, who uh, was a gateway big time recruit. Uh, you know, four stars. You know, top one hundred, depending on what uh, um, service you were looking at. You know, he was down at LSU, uh, did not play a whole lot. Um, uh, we, we've talked to our contacts down there, Alan, and, and it really he seemed really struggled to get on the field at the safety position. Uh, then also Donovan McMillan, uh, who's down in Gainesville, University of Florida, uh, local of Peters Township, uh, you know, a safety as well. Uh, he played more than more than Davis, uh, but still primarily a backup. Uh, now, granted, these guys were only down there, uh, only uh, in in uh, at their respective schools for a couple years, so it's not like uh, uh, these guys really saw it through the whole way. Uh, but now they're they're in the transfer portal. Uh, you know, strong signs that they're going to be coming up to pit. Um, you know. McMillan, I would imagine if if they do uh, uh, land him, uh, he will be in that safety rotation. Derek Davis, uh, a little bit more murky of a situation, Alan. Uh, seems like, you know, he also played some running back at LSU, which is seems like the position that I think Pitt should be targeting him at. Uh, you know, presumably you're going to lose Israel Banikan to the draft. Uh, you know, Vincent Davis didn't seem to be getting a whole lot of play towards the end of the season uh would not surprise me if he left uh, and is getting lit somewhere else um and then uh so you're going to be just left with uh rodney hammond and and sebo flemister and maybe and some freshman running back so a guy like davis a big back that's got a ton of speed uh could be uh maybe uh somebody that could come in and make an impact right away alan uh, do any of these guys intrigue you, uh, first of all? And, and what do you think about, you know, these these big time WPIL stars uh, that didn't seem uh, to have much interest in Pitt, uh, you know, as as high school seniors and, and now we're, you know, just just banging on the door to get in, maybe? I, I think the concept of it is super exciting. Derek Davis in particular is. Uh, pretty damn exciting when you think about maybe a one-two punch of him and Rodney Hammond. Jeez, who the hell wants to tackle any pit running back? Um, but then, you, yeah, you bring it up. Whippeal players saying no thanks to Pitt, going off to, in this case, two big SEC schools, not faring well, and then come, come crawling back, some would say. But is it – they're young high schoolers. They're, they're pretty much – Barely out of coming kids. Some would still call them kids. And they are learning life lessons. And fortunately for them, they have uh, the ability now to learn those lessons quickly and quicker than their ancestors in college football. <laughs> and they can make it right. And I love it. And I think it's a great thing. And I think Pitt welcoming players like this back with open arms is a good thing. Now, there's... Two sides of the debate from what I've seen with all the rumor and innuendo surrounding McMillan and Davis this week, especially on the Pitternet, Vince. We need to discuss the two sides, see where you come out on. I think I already fessed up. I come out on the side where uh, if you miss out on Whippeal players, so what? They can always come back, and that is better for the Pitt uh, program because these are good players, and if they're not going to be utilized, you bring them back and – 
you you incorporate them into the program hopefully quickly and they contribute and they do well and it makes every everything at Pitt better uh, but then there's the other side that says well Pitt's just going to open the door up for all these portal players and these Whippeal guys saying oh go try somewhere else and if you don't make it you always got us as a fallback I just don't see it that way because it's not like that's not happening everywhere where people are going away from their hometown university or somewhere closer to home to go try it out somewhere, uh, usually somewhere bigger like the SEC uh, or at least more prestigious and maybe not bigger. I think ACC football is just as big, could be just as good uh, with, I think, stuff like what's going on today, the portal. And big-time schools uh, in terms of the most, like, last couple of years, last decade or so of college football. Alabama, uh, got LSU in here, here, Florida, basically the SEC. Um, When you have, throw in Ohio State, when you have players leaving states like California, Georgia, uh, to go to those schools or – Cross country, whatever. We're, we're even staying at home and, and then going off to greener pastures. The portal is now making it so I think you're going to see more, which is I think people always love, more local players from their high school either going directly to the local school or coming back this way. And that's a good thing. And I think we're going to see more regionalized college football maybe uh, this way uh, with, with players crawling back. I said last week, Slovis going back to one of the schools in Arizona would make a lot of sense to me. It makes a lot of sense when you're a young player and you go off on your own into some foreign land, like exotic Pittsburgh, if you're a Keaton Slovis, and to go back home where you might be more comfortable and play better ball, uh, I think that's going to be a common thing that happens. So it's not like Pitt's the only school where we're going to see that happening. And I like Narduzzi's approach if indeed he lands both these players. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, getting getting these local guys. Uh, f- well, first of all, you you want the best guys. I don't care where the hell they're from. Uh, you, you want the best players. Uh, you know, the WPIL consistently is not nearly at the level uh, that it was. You know, twenty thirty years ago. I, I think everybody recognizes that and acknowledges that. Um, but. Anytime you could get a, a, a big a big time player uh, from your backyard, uh, I think it's great. I mean, it, it really you know increases fan interest uh, in in the player in the team. Uh, I think it helps in you would think it would help in future recruiting. Um, you know, a lot of you know, uh, WPIL players you know that have gone places other than Pitt. Yes, some have done well. But I would say the majority have not, uh, and that's and I bet if you looked at the numbers and, and looked at guys who you know went on to have you know exceptional college careers and you know went to the NFL, um, I, I think you know the the numbers would show yeah that that staying home has done has done better, um, and you know look look at a guy like like MJ Devonshire, uh, Allen. This is a guy that went to Kentucky out of Aliquippa, a big time pit pipeline. And people were, why, you know, why is he going there? Uh, and, you know, he finds his way back and he's become a legend. 
you know, making yeah. a huge play in a backyard brawl. He was the guy, you know, every, we were all asking it before that game, who's going to be the guy uh, to make the big play that everybody's going to be talking about for years to come. It was him and he played well the whole season. Uh, and I expect them to play well again next season, Alan. Uh, this is a guy that's going to, uh, I would say, you know, with Narduzzi's track record of, of defensive backs, this is a guy that's going to probably end up in the NFL. Uh, and maybe, you know, if he stayed at Kentucky, maybe we wouldn't be saying that. Um, so I, I, I think it's extremely important. I don't care when you get these guys. Uh, you'd hate, you know, that, that portal can go both ways, you know, just miss mix matching a bunch of you know players you know uh just in one off season yeah it doesn't always work out that way work out well you know we saw that this year with uh with the offense it doesn't always work out but you know you can really add some big time guys that can help you and and i'm hoping you know mcmillan and davis you know know, if they transfer here uh and then they live up to all that potential that we saw in high school could be big additions big additions to the team next year yeah, and, and looking at it on the the other side of it, people saying uh, it's it cheapens the program or any or something like that. When you're uh, basically cr- uh, people want to use the term crawling back or letting guys come back, whatever you however you want to call it, it's I think that's silly. You said it. You want the best players, and if the best players at first uh, maybe weren't feeling the program, but come to realize coming back home. Uh, they learn the lessons of the likes of MJ Devonshire or, or a famous one, of course, out in Wisconsin, JJ Watt, who did something similar, except that's back before the portal. Uh, guy from the middle of Wisconsin, but has a full ride to go to Central Michigan, hates it, immediately goes and walks on at w- Wisconsin and turns into a great hometown player. Uh, that that story more and more I think we're going to see with the portal now because it's easier to go back home. You could always go back home, and I think that's a good thing. So with the Whippeal, solid players coming out of the region, and it's going to help recruiting. Of course, it's going to help for the other teams in the area as well. Your Penn State's, uh, WVU, um, they all will ha- be having open-door policies to yeah. players they missed out in recruiting, I believe. Uh, it and also you know you you never end it or you try not to you try to end it amicably you don't try to end your recruiting with a player on a sour note you don't send him a letter after he chooses another school go kick rocks kid i hate you narduzzi's not sending stuff like that you stay in touch you don't burn bridges in any business especially this one now with the portal so i like it but it's no guarantee that these guys come back and contribute. That's another. That's a whole other question. Um, but we know from what they did in high school and how they were recruited that they should be capable of living up to the standard Pitt has right now at defensive back and running back. If indeed, of course, Derek Davis does play on that side of the ball, which I believe all indications are if he came back, came and played at Pitt, that's what he would do. And there's a lot of opportunity there. Uh, but we will see. Um, you always want to recruit in your own backyard, and I think now we can add the the plus recruit well and portal well in your own backyard as well. Yeah, yeah. Always, you know, it, it's yeah. Sometimes you can't fault a kid necessarily. You know, they want to they want to go ex- experience some a different area of the country. Yeah, uh, you know, that that's going to happen. Uh, Been in the same yeah. place your whole life. 
Want to yeah. go see what it's like down? It's so. What do they do there in Gainesville? Oh, it wasn't that great. I'm gonna go back home. Yeah, sometimes you have to figure out, find out the hard way. But you know, the, the, this uh, no penalty transfer, uh, you know, really is a bonus uh, for these kids. And you know, and the coaches, you know, I mean, they can. You, you could, uh, you know, get rid of players easier <laughs> and, and bring in new players easier than ever before. Think about how great it is for all the mothers. All the mothers yeah. of players who lose their their kids to some some out of state school, it's so great coming come yeah. back home. See, see their baby coming home. Yeah, you the can't recruiting can't get any better. Never ends now. It's great because if you lose a player for a year, you still got next Thanksgiving when they come home. And if you stay <laughs> yeah. in touch with the parents, get them to come back next year. We're gonna have a real need at running back because of how good Izzy was this year. You got a real shot at it now. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Uh, and then in the uh, immediate, now there's like a lot of issues we got to discuss with the portal. Pitt, I think, needs to go defensive end hard in the portal. Now, this there's a need, I think. You want a veteran in there to mix it up with all these guys you recruited. Um, you want competition at that position, for sure. I don't care if you upset anybody. The, that's all going to pan out in practice and on the field in terms of the cream rising to the top. Get one defensive end, please. Uh, they they might. I mean, you do, you do have a, a you know Bam Brimmers there. You know, we mentioned Nakai Johnson. You know, Nate Temple. You know, they have players. Uh, Dayon Hayes certainly. Uh, you know, they have players there. I, I don't. I don't know, Alan. I don't know if that's necessarily somewhere that they are going to to look portal wise. But I'm I'm sure if the right player came along. Uh, they they would be all about it. That that I wouldn't say that necessarily be my. You know, you're always looking at a great player. You know, you know, re- uh, regardless of position. But you know, I'm to me, I have to think that if you know, if if John Morgan is leaving this team, <laughs> then uh, then I, I would think you know for the reason that he stated <laughs> that that they're going to be okay. Uh, or maybe at, he at left because event. he knew that Narduzzi had his eye on a really good transfer portal guy that really that, wants to come to Pitt, and he's looking to help the program by leaving to open up a spot in the portal too. That might make that might be part of his logic that a lot of people are going to say is flawed. I know, I know. I'm playing devil's advocate here, or am I drinking his Kool Aid? I don't know. John Morgan's got me all messed up this week, Vince. I don't know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might be right. I mean, it just, I just, just didn't expect to see it happen. But again, if it's, if that's one position, uh, you know, then I would think that would be, you know, the one we would be okay with. I mean, there's other young guys there, you know, guys that were just freshmen this year. Uh, so, you know, not really guys you would have expected to play, but guys like, like Sam Okunawa or, or Jimmy Scott, like, or, you know, let's see what you got here. You know, this is, you know, this is big time. Uh, you know, they may be able to come in. Uh, maybe they're finally ready uh, to make a, to make an impact. Um, the, the interior defensive line, I'm very interested to see, uh, you know, e- you know, some of those more, more experienced guys, uh, if, if they uh, end up staying or not, um, because, yeah, then yeah, I think you're. I mean, you're looking at maybe like a Sean Fitzsimmons. Um, you know, this is uh, out of Central Valley. You know, he you know played very sparingly his freshman year, uh, but he looked good when when he did. 
you know, he he's going to be somebody regardless. I expect to make a big impact on the team. And then, you know, you mentioned Elliot Donald, you know, MIA for two years. Now is the time. You know, we got to start seeing something here. Maybe, maybe one, another defensive lineman is going to announce that they're, they're going to transfer uh, just to give these young guys a shot. I wouldn't rule it out at this point. We will uh, see how they they all step up. I mean, they've been compared to everybody from Aaron Donald, and you hear uh, Patrick Jones uh, comparisons for some current pit players. They're recruiting uh, players that are like past players with the same traits, but do they have the same results? We'll have to wait and see. Thanks to John Morgan leaving, and we'll see who comes in on that through that portal. Uh, already got a QB. I don't know what to expect in terms. I'm not making any predictions, Vince. Uh, but do you think it's safe to say at, at least a handful of other players? I know there's rumors they're looking at some receivers. I thought I think a UNLV receiver was one that was rumored. Yeah, yeah. It seems like they are still pursuing, uh, you know, uh, um. You know, another quarterback uh, from what what we've seen, uh, you know, wide receiver. I have to think that they are, you know, definitely on the lookout for. And I, you know, to me, you know, if you talk about a position that needs to be better uh, next year, that is probably my number one position that needs to uh, is in need of a severe upgrade. Um, I think there's, you know, especially if, if God forbid, if they would lose a Jared Wayne, uh, that would be. Uh, I could be catastrophic for that position group. Uh, you know, Mumfield means those guys got to be better next year, and there's got to be some more depth. Uh, so I, I definitely think receiver they're going to be interested, and in. we'll see where they go. And you know, running back, you know, we already talked about it from a sheer numbers perspective. Uh, I think they're going to have to be involved uh, with somebody coming in. They did get a commitment this week, Alan, from a freshman uh, high school. Uh, running back uh, will be in the, the next year's freshman class. Uh, T.J. Harvinson, uh, six foot one, two hundred pound uh, running back out of Georgia. Uh, this guy, uh, three stars on Rivals dot com for whatever that's worth. Uh, had had some interesting offers: Kentucky, Michigan State, Ole Miss, Virginia, Boston College, Kansas, Colorado. Although I can't imagine Dion is looking at this kid right now. Um, but you know, a, a guy that looks like, uh, um, is going to come in here, a nice big bodied running back. They do have another one in this class already. Uh, but you hate to have to rely on a freshman, you know, immediately coming in. So I still think, uh, they're going to be looking in that portal for a running back and maybe Derek Davis is going to be that guy. We'll see. What about that 12 year old that won MVP that looked like he was 42? <laughs> oh my goodness. Did you see this? this? I did see that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that that was the the biggest uh, recruiting talk I think of, and at every school, I don't know if Pitt's in play for that kid, but uh, uh, he looked like he's a talented uh, individual. We'll keep an eye on him. Um, but yeah, there you go, Cruton, Portland. Uh, we're port. We're not Portland ourselves too much. I think you can't do that nowadays. Just like you can't recruit too much. Uh, you got to do it all. So uh, as we say, get used to it, learn to love it, uh, because transfer portals here to stay. Everyone's going through this. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Just keep pushing forward. That's what Pat Narduzzi looks like he's doing. So I'm if if there was nothing happening on the other side of things, when you're losing players, still players coming in. So I'm not worried about it at all, Vince. I I think you probably could say the same, right? 
Yeah, I, I, we'll we'll see where everything shakes out, but uh, I uh, I think you know they're they're certainly on the hunt uh, for for players to fill the gap uh, gaps that they have, and and you know if you look at you know the rec- track record of of players Narduzzi's brought in as transfers, I think mostly most of the time they've been pretty good, uh, so, so I'm confident. Yep, and I'll, I'll leave it also at uh, I I think receivers definitely needs to improve, but center. I would like to see a lot of improvement next season as well. But yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see uh, you know, some of those guys, whether they're going to be sticking around or not. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting week after the bowl game for sure. Yeah, the O-line stuff will shake out, I think, after the bowl game. We'll see what happens there too. Uh, and uh, yeah, Pitt, UCLA, getting prepped for it. I don't know where I'm watching it yet, Vince. Not going to El Paso. We have a line on that game now, right? You said about a touchdown. Uh, you know, actually it's come down, Alan, uh, believe it or not. Uh, I did see, you know, six and a half initially. It looks like we're down to five and a half right now. I'm seeing, uh, at the Westgate, uh, and at the golden nugget. So, uh, there, there's some support for Pitt in the market, which is very interesting to me considering, uh, you know, Pitt seems to have, you know, going to be losing several play or several uh, big time players are not going to be playing in this game, and uh, UCLA may have their whole host of guys, but maybe there's something we don't know about. Uh, going to be fascinating to mo- uh, monitor that as we get closer to kickoff. Yep, and we'll be uh, previewing that next week before the game, but we got to get into what's going on on the other fields uh, and in the courts volleyball. Advancing to the final four, Vince, uh, uh, taking on uh, Louisville. And, of course, uh, they will win that, and then they will take on the winner of Texas in San Diego. And I, I it sure will hope be so. one step closer to a not another national title. Well, well, I don't know what you mean by another national title, but uh, yeah, yeah. they have got <laughs> I've plenty of them, and, and, and trust me, Heather Like is getting us more. Look at this every year. This I, I don't think Pitt has won a national title in any sport for a very long time, Alan. It may have been you know, 19- We still have them, and we're getting others. I, I hope so. Uh, you know this uh, this team, um, yeah, yeah, upset Wisconsin to to make it to the Final Four, Alan. I don't know if you were able to watch that game or not, but very exciting. Went, went five sets back and forth. Uh, just great action. Uh, I don't know a lick about volleyball, but it was very, it was it's a lot of tense moments out there. Oh, it's tough. Uh, for Trust sure. me, I want to I want a four on four tournament with three people once, back in <laughs> middle school. Very grueling sport, and like you said, action packed. That game, yes, saw saw it. Totally uh, a thriller. Uh, Pitt gonna have to keep it up. The resilience is there. Pitt playing very talented teams coming up, so it's gonna be. Very tough, but I'm yeah. super confident after seeing it. it looked yeah. like they have it. Yeah, Louisville, one of the best teams in the entire country. In fact, uh, Pitt split the regular season matchups with them. Uh, Louisville, one of the only uh, – Pitt only lost three games this season, Alan. Uh, one of them w- was one of the games to Louisville. San Diego, ironically, was the other one. Uh, so, yeah, so this is this is the best of the best. And uh, the Panthers got a lot of momentum. Right now, this is going to be an absolute war uh, on the court against Louisville Thursday night. Can't wait to watch it. Hail to Pitt. And, uh, of course, the other team that was 
Uh, gunning for a national title, Phil came up short. Pitt soccer. I don't know if you watched that game, Vince. Yes. Against Indiana, just ran into a, a, a damn good team. Yeah. Uh, put it on them pretty good. Uh, but you know what? Pitt soccer is coming up and now becoming a consistent powerhouse. I think so. I'm looking forward to next year. Th- those Hoosiers uh, of Indiana, just a tough program year in and year out. Uh, just a yeah, a perennial power uh, in in men's soccer. Um, I, I did watch the game, Alan. That that penalty uh, that they gave up towards the beginning of the game, uh, the keeper actually saved it, uh, and then Indiana puts it in on yeah. a rebound. That uh, heads turning like, around. That's yeah. you hate to see that. Yeah, you, I don't know how yeah. you let that happen, but yeah, you know what? it seemed like you know the Panthers just could not recover. Yeah, uh, from that particular event. I mean, but a great season. Uh, a final four better than they've ever done. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to them. I was watching that and just thinking, what's going through a keeper's head? How hard do you want to punch your teammates in the face <laughs> if they make that save? And there's nobody following up on it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the game moves fast. And you, if you watched all the soccer I've been watching lately, uh, you know that. Damn. And they are athletes. And Pitt's got them, baby. Uh but on the Pitternet, you know, people praise them, but they're still mostly, you know, making jokes about the portal, the shortcomings of this year, fun poems. I'm sure people getting in the holiday spirit online, Vince. Yeah, yeah, there, there's all kinds of this is one of the more, more lively times uh, to be on the Pitternet right before all these recruits are getting to announce where they're going. All right, well, let's get out of this portal and enter the Pitternet. Can you explain what Internet is? I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets and to all those faceless keyboard warriors on Twitter. But we're a good darn football team. I'm proud of these guys. Dr. Pekka or Dr. Specka. I'm an idiot. So it's Dr. Specka, I, I, I believe, on Panther Lair. Doctor, talking about Slovis. Tennessee took his soul. He looked totally different after that ass kicking. I thought he was better than 70% of the QBs I've watched at Pitt in the last 30 years. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I've been talking about this all year, and a doctor uh, finally backs me up on this. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I, I'm not saying I'm excited to see that because it was still a sad state of affairs. Uh, but it, it kind of proves, you know, what I've been saying. Uh, you know, yes, a square peg in a round hole situation here, but that Tennessee hit it. Did everyone no good? I'm not going to argue that a, a a violent hit and violent hits like that uh, could change a player, but still, seventy percent of the it's an arbitrary number, doctor. I'd like to see more data on the seventy percent of the quarterbacks. Name the names, compare them to Slovis, and let's have the argument and back it up <laughs> with the data. Because I don't know about that doesn't seem very doctorly to me making a claim like that. But yeah, Slovis looked all right before that game for sure. Cabe 23 on Panther Lair. Pitt might have an easier time buying Capel into the tourney than they would paying his buyout. Is this, does this mean that Pitt should just try to throw money at the NCAA or the ACC? No, to- I, I think they mean th- throw money. I think this means Pitt boosters should be throwing money at players. Players? <laughs> How are we going to get basketball players to Pitt, Vince? Come on. Well, if you pay them enough, I suppose, in this NIL world that we live in, uh, you know, I don't know what Capel's buyout is. You know, say it's 
say it's ten million dollars, you could give a you know five guys two million each, and you know the five best players in the country, and and you know they'll get you to the tournament. So, so maybe that's what they're talking about. Not a bad idea, actually. Uh, you know, in these buyouts, you know, you may get more bang for your buck on uh, you know just uh, you know pumping it into a roster than than getting rid of a coach. I think. You know, like with the buyouts the coaches have, do you think like if A and M buy uh, instead of buying out Jimbo, they just give all that money to LeBron? He'll go play college ball. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if LeBron should be playing football right now. Oh no, he could just go play basketball at A and M though with that oh. money. Uh, save it. I, even then, I don't think it's enough. <laughs> he still has the eligibility. H two P fifty one fifty on Panther Lair. It's best to view these bulls in bad faith. If you win, great game. If you lose, who cares? Bulls don't matter. I, I, that's how I look at it. Hey, if we win this game, awesome. And I really want to win it. But if we lose, whatever, these stupid bull games. Sun Bowl. You get, that's what's great about bull games. It's, you get to have your cake and eat it too. It's No matter what, you're coming out on top. Unless you're in one of these bowl pools that is extremely hard to pick them, especially when you throw in the spreads, and man, that's like the most difficult thing to come out winning. Then you could be a real loser. But if you're just watching your team play, you can't lose in a bowl game unless, I guess, you're in that college football playoff. But hey, I don't know anything about that, Vince. Yeah, I I, I do tend to agree with this, although I will say, you know, people, people remember the results of these games, uh, you know, uh, and they do feed into, you know, uh, preseason polls, uh, which do impact, uh, you know, uh, playoff positions down the road, uh, whether anybody wants to admit that or not. Um, so I, in some ways they are important, but in the grand scheme of things, a glorified exhibition, especially when uh, there's hardly any, any, you know, a lot of players of note will not be participating. And a lot of players of note are already at other schools or on their way to other schools at this yeah, time. Yeah, that's it's crazy, but I mean, you know, you know, we've you know, we know Kalijah Kansi's not gonna be there. We know uh you know, Keaton Slovis not gonna be there, but you gotta think it's just you know, we know John Morgan's not gonna be there. Uh, well he'll be know, there in uh, spirit because he <laughs> still loves the program. Yeah. Uh Haba, you know, I imagine he's probably still gonna be injured or you know, preparing for the NFL, even guys like Brandon Hill, Servasier Dennis, Israel Banacanda, you know, these guys, I would think, uh, are going to be testing those waters for the NFL. And if they are, uh, they ain't playing in this game. Uh, So we're going to be on the wait and see mode with a lot of these players. But uh, I would say that Pitt is going to have a lot of absences uh, in this ball game. Yes. And I uh, think... The bowl, the bowl season has been different from, I think, some some older folks, how they remember it for a long time. And then even people in uh, our age range, Vince, we got a little taste of that. But for the most part, bowl season now just means enjoy your team one last time uh, and, you know, take it or leave it depending on the results. So I like that advice, H2P5150. Uh, last one here from the Pitternet, Vince. In the style of Winter Wonderland, did you want me to do this one, or do you, are you feeling? Uh, I like think singing? you would do a good job with it. Okay, here you go. This this is from a, coming from Hail to Pit on Panther Lair. Signetti's here. Condensed formation. 
Fans are feeling no more elation. Slovis drops back, then he takes a sack, walking in an offensive slumberland. Yeah, that's summed up uh, <laughs> about half this season, I would say, unfortunately. And hey, it's still holiday cheer. I'm still feeling it. I love this season. I love all the talk online, but you know what? I, I love even more, Vince. Getting back to Pittsburgh next week for the for the holidays. Christmas time, walking around, talking pit with people I haven't seen in a while. It's going to be a good time. And they're already talking around town about all this portaling. Another Saturday coming and the Panthers are playing. Time to find out what the answers are saying. How much you think Narduzzi pays them kids he missed out on to come crawling back a pit? Don't be a jag off. You know damn well he ain't doing that. Well, and has come all them WPIL kids all of a sudden decide to come play back home? Uh, Barrel, Edgar Snyder's PGT trucking, and that one Shenderovich brother. Come on, you got to follow the money. Held a pit. What the answers are saying. That's what the Yinzers are saying. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited. I, I hope a lot of the, these WPIL players come back. Um, I think they can make big uh, big impacts uh, on on the program. There are some positions of need. Uh, there are guys that had big talent. And as I said, Alan, you know, it, over the over the long haul, you know, they uh, the local guys have performed better here. Uh, than than anywhere else. I know there's exceptions. You know, people are talking Miles Sanders or you know, Paul Plesdlesny and you know, you know, uh, all uh, you know, Malik Hooker. Yeah, yes, I, I agree. Uh, but I, I think uh, you know, overall, uh, you know, the guys that have played here uh have have hit at a higher clip. Um, Alan, uh, not uh, just some some you know minor bowl games uh before. The uh, you know, you know, before Christmas here, and then we'll we'll get started ramping up with some of the bigger ones. Uh, so I, I don't really want to talk uh, about those too much, but uh, I do want to talk about uh, the college football play uh, world lost uh, just a a great mind and uh, just a, a legend in, in the coaching ranks in Mike Leach. Yeah, Mike Leach passing away. Uh, just terrible, terrible news. Uh, when you you said great minds, and also one of the great personalities, most entertaining yeah. coaches to watch as a fan of college football, really embodied uh, the the spirit. I think of what a college football coach um, you you look for what you look for in in one, and and especially in one that isn't he he didn't come he didn't come up with you know this kind of a. Uh, a pedigree or under under some kind of championship, uh, you know, uh, other, he didn't work under some other championship winning coach. He worked under and with rebel coaches. This guy was a total rebel in the college football world. Guys who were looking to innovate and do uh, crazy big things, interesting things in college football and make it really fun. I think he was a, a super fun. His teams are always super fun to watch. And when you think about Mike Leach, you think about uh, you know guys that he worked with, like Hal Mummy, and then you think about uh, how guys like that they go out there in college football and they just look to create and utilize uh, 
innovation tactics, uh, you know, swag, uh, whatever you want to call it, and uh, create magic moments. So from people at places like Texas Tech and Washington State, now Mississippi State, the, they're they're feeling a huge loss here because this guy made a huge impact at all those places. And as someone who didn't root for any of those teams that he coached, just watching as an outsider, as just a football fan, Mike Leach's teams were always interesting, always fun to watch. And, of course, his press conferences were wild because he was kind of a wild dude. Uh, when it came to just his thoughts and things he would say. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, it just sucks losing a, a character like that, a, yeah. a leg- true legend in college football for yeah. sure. Yeah, a, a legendary character. I think that's that's the best way to to, to, to sum up his career. You know, you know uh, yes, he had some, some controversial moments at, at times, uh, but who hasn't nowadays? Um, uh, just a uh, – he, he's going to be missed for sure feel awful uh for for that that bulldog family uh down in Starkville just uh, just awful uh you know you'd hate to see that anytime you know sudden all of a sudden like that doesn't make it any better uh j- just truly terrible and uh you, you wish nothing but the best for, for for his family uh and 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 everybody down there in Starkville yeah, true. And it was a it was a, a big miss for me. I, you know, I got to cover SEC football thoroughly, but it was right before he got down there. And that would have been so fun because I would even I've worked in LSU country, but I'd bring up Mike Leach stuff all the time on the radio just because he's fun to talk. He was fun to talk about, fun to cover, interesting uh, to watch as a football fan. So rest in peace, Mike Leach. Heart goes out to yeah everybody at Mississippi State and anybody who was ever a fan of his teams or of him uh, because, yeah, that is a a guy that should be uh, considered one of the great icons in college football, even though that we're not talking about, you know, a Nick Saban type winning all the championships and dominating that way. This is just someone I think who contributed to the culture of college football and the spirit of the sport. So definitely a huge loss. Uh, you, You hate to be talking about that this time of year. Uh, because there's other stuff going on that are really big for the sport, and uh, we'll see uh, what how how things shake out. But we it's it's taken this moment this week to uh, really recognize the impact Mike Leach had. Because yeah, Vince and I, I think even when we when we first met back in college, he was he was going strong. At, he was at Texas Tech, and those were yeah. wild ass teams to watch. Yeah. My God, <laughs> now and look at his coaching tree now from players he coached and whatnot. He he left his mark for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep, no, no doubt about it. He'll be missed, uh, but never forgotten. Yep, and you know what? That is how all we're, we're going to leave it at that. There are some bowl games, but you know, screw them because we got our bowl game to prep for next week, Vince, and talk about the big championship games uh, coming up, the playoff games next week. So let's yep. let's put a pause on all that for next week. Yep, yep, we got yeah, as you said, yeah, big, big time bowl games, playoff games, the big old Sun Bowl. And a whole lot of recruiting, whole lot of portaling uh, coming up. Uh, we'll be monitoring that very closely. Uh, yeah, that that early signing period uh, ends next week, Alan. Next Wednesday, we'll be keeping a, a track on all the recruits signing with Pitt. Anybody coming from the portal will be all over it. And hopefully, we'll be celebrating a national championship in volleyball. Uh, the, those ladies uh, we'll be laying it all out on the line this Thursday and hopefully Saturday night uh, for a national championship on that court in Omaha, Nebraska. That's where it's at. 
Uh, they'll be all they'll be all over it. I got full confidence in them. Cannot wait to watch it and hail to Pitt. Another one for the University of Pittsburgh. Raising the banners. I could feel it in my bones. It's happening. Good luck to volleyball. We will be back next week. Thank you for joining us at H2P Show. If you want to keep conversations rolling on social or email is a fun way to do it and a personal way to do it too. Hail that number two pit podcast at gmail.com hail to pit podcast at gmail.com and we'll interact with you that that way throughout the week before we return for next week's show bowl game preview and be careful what you do with that portal in don't portal too much or at least you can portal all you want just do it responsibly that's what i'll, I'll leave it at that this week and when, no matter what you do whether you come you go you lead fall you get out of the way Please make sure you're always doing it for the betterment of the program, like John Morgan. What crazy-ass Kool-Aid am I drinking? We'll be back next week. Hail to Pitt, everybody. Hail to Pitt.